My name is Koji Nakamura from Kobe, Japan. I'm still fighting jet lag, but I'll do my best. Uh, many British people uh, make a presentation with a sense of humor, but let me start with my presentation with apology. Well, uh, on behalf of the Japanese people, we have to apologize what we, our soldiers did during the war, especially prisoner of war. And uh, our prime minister seldom apologized, so I always apologize as a professor of international education. Right. Um, the, this book is the, the trans, trans, uh, Transforming Education for Peace. And uh, together with uh, many uh, educational, educational professors uh, for peace, we wrote together. And transma transformation is one of the key words, uh, especially among students. The key concept in peace education, there are two key concepts. One is the, for the university students, teachers, educated intellectuals involved in peace education, as Edward Said said, the task should be expressly to universalize the crisis, to give greater human scope to what a particular race or nation suffered, and to associate that experience with the sufferings of others. Hiroshima, or the Holocaust, or maybe Nanking Massacre, these uh, tragedies we have to universalize as the suffering of human beings, not the, the event of others. The second concept is Hiroshima Nagasaki involved in Article 9, that is the, uh, our constitution based upon pacifism, uh, is very relevant to the Hiroshima Nagasaki and together with the recent tragedy of Fukushima nuclear power plants, which is uncontrollable now. Our prime minister is going to sell uh, our te technology or expertise to Vietnam or Saudi Arabia or Turkish government without consensus of Japanese citizens. But our citizens are very angry about this. And nothing is solved Fukushima. It takes 40 years to clear the contaminated radioactive water. It's like a monster, but still the economy comes first. So I think uh, uh, the Fukushima nuclear power plant and also Hiroshima Nagasaki have a universal implication and global implication for sustainable human survival. And there are several purposes. I think number one, number two is exactly the same as our concept, but number three, to liberate our minds from the bondage of ethnocentric and nationalistic views of the world today to foster transnational, transactual, transcultural identities involved in the, especially the overcoming the Orientalism and also studying cultural relativism. It's not perfect, but still it's very important. What are they? Very few Japanese students, American students don't know, except this one. You know everything, right? The first one is carpet bombing in China. And this is the Shanghai. And we, our Japanese uh, soldier killed many innocent people. This is Shanghai. This is a Nanki massacre. This is, this is the factual, historical fact. The soldiers killed many innocent Chinese people. That's why Chinese people are angry about Japanese people. And we have to keep apologizing this fact. That's the Pearl Harbor, you know, right? It's on Sunday. People went to church, but we attack without a warning. And this is a Bataan uh, 
marching and more than 40,000 British soldiers were badly treated and many of them died. I always teach this fact first before we talk about Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That is very important for Japanese students and international students. And these are direct violence. This is direct violence. This is direct violence. Hiroshima, right after the atomic bombs, within one second, 70,000 people disappeared. And, and by the time this year, seven, another 70,000 people died because of the leukemia and several things. Another thing is the structure of violence, as you know very well, the poverty, child soldiers, child labor, and also a boy in, in the Philippines is working 11 hours in Smoky Mountains. I used to be the uh, foster, child, uh, foster parent of the uh, people in Philippines, and also now I'm a foster parent of the boy in Kenya until they finish high school education. And this is another serious issue, by the way. These are the structural violence which we have to study together with American students and British students. Also, another key word which I emphasize is size orientalism. Think about the Iraq war. They tried to destroy, dominate, destroy, and reconstruct American version of Iraq. That doesn't work. So it was side coined, this idea of orientalism. Also, we have to go beyond Occidentalism. Orientalism, as you know, Western-centered concept of the uh, Orient and Africa. And also, Ruth Benedict, uh, we also study culture, is very important. The, Ruth Benedict has never been to Japan, but she wrote the Chrysanthemum Sword from the cultural relativism point of view. And even 1946, she said, one of the handicaps of the 20th century is that we still have the biggest and the most, most biased notion, not only of what makes Japan a nation of Japanese. This can be applied to the world, too. Thanks to her proposal in the American Congress, the American government kept Japanese emperor system as a human being, not as a god. That's why uh, there's no single fire from Japanese side. Another cultural relativist is the Mears, Helen Mears, uh, this book was prohibited to translate for nearly nine years, but she was the historian, and she came to Japan, and also she declared a very important point. If we Americans want peace in the future, we should be somewhat more critical of the conduct of our foreign policy. It is not only the Japanese people who can be misread. Yes, we misread by militarism. Personally, I lost two of my uncles. They were against war. They brought up together with the British and Australian in Kobe, Japan, with my mother. But uh, many friends went back to the Europe and Australia. And my two uncles were against war, and they were almost put into jail. But these two people disappeared in the Pacific Ocean, and their wives and babies left. It is sad. So our problems, we, we, we people were very poor, no voice. We are under control of militarism, which should never take, up, take place again. So my challenge at my university is that I have 75 exchange students, uh, many from Europe and the United States. And I, I have been involved and committed to peace education mainly. And uh, another challenge is I have so far 
1,250 Japanese students as a liberal education for peace. And uh, I think that's my mission. And another 270 senior students, they will become the public school teacher. So especially they should be trained as a peace activist. That's my conviction. And we, we have a course of study by Ministry of Education to give the integrated studies for international education. Another of my challenges, I have been working for the invited, as an invited lecturer of the, the history and international education for the many young professors, doctors, engineers, uh, central officers from the de developing countries. They are nice people. And that, that, that's a Japanese kind of a scholarship. Uh, we invite them from Africa and Middle East and many countries for two months, and we, we spend all money for them. Japan become very rich under the name of economic aid by selling the cars or just the infra infra infrastructure of the Iraq or something. But that's okay, but more than that, we have to invite many young promising people and give a chance and to teach them more peaceful constitution and what's going on in Japan. Uh, this is my exchange student from North America. And also we took them to Hiroshima, Hiroshima Peace Museum. And also we took them to JICA, Japan International Cooperation Agency. Japan is one of the major donors to this the international cooperation. Together with exchange students, I took my Japanese students, and some of the Japanese students become the volunteer, young youth volunteer in Africa, and also Jordan. And these are my lectures. I always talk about the legacy of the Hiroshima and also what, is a, what Japan did during the war. And these students study very hard. Japanese students today are very lazy because Afurenza, you know, Afurenza, Afurens, and also very lazy, except some ladies. Female students have more global awareness to take an action, to take part in. Also the teacher, uh, student teacher, they, are, they want to be a public school teacher, so they study the peace education. For example, in Kobe City, we have peace education programs, what is called human rights education in elementary school and junior high school. That is very important. All Kobe City, public city, elementary school, junior high school, start with human rights. Because we have some Vietnam refugees, or some Cambodia, or some even North Korean born in Japan. So we try to study human rights. And we have to finalize. At the end of the, the junior high school education, they visit Hiroshima, Okinawa, Nagasaki to study peace study. So this is a kind of process of uh, uh, eight years process. As I'm teaching at the university, some of them have a very vivid memories of the peace studies, and that's very relevant. And it's, peace education is invisible, but, but it's a very important investment. Uh, I'm sorry, we cannot solve the uh, crisis in Middle East right now as a professors, but many Japanese students or American students, British students, they learn this kind of the process, and this will work when they make a decision as a businessman or a diplomat or whatever. But the reality is, as you know well, very serious, and I hope you will look at this uh, website, 2000 nuclear test, especially 1960s, that's terrible. And we have more than 19,000 nuclear warheads. Japan, we can produce nuclear weapons, but we cannot because we have Article 9 of the Japanese Constitution. 
And how many of you have seen this one? Right. Especially in 1960s. Boom, 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 boom. The earth is already fragile. Right. We should stop it. Uh, two different kinds of nuclear tests, nuclear weapons. Right. Well, now, right after the bombing, according to the uh, Gallup poll, 85% of American citizens support that's necessary. Yes, only 10% were skeptical. But one year later, because of education, because of the writer, as you know well, the very famous John Halsey, reported in the New Yorker Times that the reality of Hiroshima Nagasaki, then gradually it changed. And also many American people read Japanese victims' poet, when atomic bomb falls, a day becomes a night. People become a ghost, like this. And there is some famous word, we never make the same mistake, including Japanese. Of course, Americans use it, but we Japanese declare this. Then, then 2005, the same Gallup poll, 57% of people supported. It's, it's necessary to use nuclear weapons, but now 38% was against. What about my students? These are American students. Uh, after studying Hiroshima, 40% are very negative. We should not have used it. What about the all exchange students? 56.6% student said, no, we shouldn't have used. On the other hand, European students are more anti-American policy. The French 100% students said, disapprove. British, Canadian, German, the US. That's a very interesting comparison. I have to make research more. <clears throat> and some U.S. students will learn in history class, I think personally, that the atomic bomb were the perfect solution. Some students learn in high schools. And some students say, I still feel at that time the bomb should have been used. But I, some students disapprove, especially French like this, and German students because of they spent lots of money in Manhattan Project. That's why they must use it, or something like that. And also some Korean Americans or Chinese Americans, they learn uh, it is quite skeptical, and they, they couldn't justify that. But the point of transformation, some even American student, Daniel, he said, I can remember that when my high school teacher asked class, do you think we should have used? And my answer was most definitely yes. But through the education, his idea was change. There could be another uh, alternative, so something like that. And transforming forming attitudes is very important. I, uh, she also changed. Her, her idea was uh, I'm a little torn as to whether or not. That is kind of agony. That's very important. Many French students have created their own historical view rather than learning from teacher or textbook. Look at the history. Create your historical view. That's very important. What about China, Korea, Japan? Right. So that's quite, uh, you could argue. And uh, this student also said, we used to have a good relation with China, Japan, and Korea. And the, this is Anna. She's now teaching at Nagasaki City, uh, involved in peace education and JET programs as an English teacher. 
And I think Ben, she is a European and a born, born in Europe and they became American, but uh, she, he said a very important thing. So I think you have my papers, okay? Uh, so you can read it later. How many minutes do I have? Four minutes, okay. So now let me talk about Article 9 of Japanese Constitution, especially preface is very important. And this Article 9 and this, this Constitution was not given by American government. This was made by new dealers and liberals, American liberals and Japanese liberals, okay? And especially this part is very important. We determine that we shall secure for ourselves and we determine the, uh, uh, the avoid the war. And also we have determined to preserve our security and existence, trusting in the justice and the faith of peace-loving people of the world. And especially Article 9 is very important, aspiring sincerely to international peace based on justice and order, the Japanese people forever renounce war as a sovereign right of na nation, as a threat or use of the force, as a means of setting international dispute. But our prime minister, uh, he's like a baby. He didn't study history, I think. He's doing a good job, probably economy, but he's going to revise our Article 9. But that's very controversial. Uh, his idea of priority is economy, but and he, he said, oh, maybe peace education or history, leave it to the professors. No, politicians should study, like many British or American professors, uh, politicians. And this uh, Japanese constitution is compatible of the Japanese constitution and Article 2 of the United Nations Charter, and also a high appeal for peace. Because our constitution is based upon the Charter of the United Nations, 1945, and also 1999, Hague Appeal, they, many times after this, they quoted Japanese Article 9 of the Japanese constitution, and the University of Congo are doing. There are several rationale, declaration of Japan, democratization and demilitarization, and also number two, separation of emperor from Japanese militarism. And also, this is based on world constitutional law and international law, and also relevant to the United Nations Charter. And also, it's influenced by the uh, French uh, Constitution of 1791. And a reconciliation and a security of Asia. Yes, I have a statistics. Yes. My students, 88.9% support Article 9 because of peace education. And uh, what about the Asian students from JICA? These are my students. Do you agree with Article 9? Then uh, nearly 93% of JICA students support uh, Article 9. Then why do we have to revise? That's why uh, government is going to change the how to vote. In order to change the constitution, we need uh, two-thirds support from the, the parliament but they're going to make it 50% uh, support. Uh, then after that, the referendum. We are very angry about that. Now we are now. And also many Asian students agree the possibility of the Asian Union, like European Union. I think it takes another 100 years or 200 years, but still European Union is one of the, and this is the, Japan committed a great mistake in the past, but I admire the commitment not to do it again. 
this is the voice from Asia. <clears throat> and we have so many Larry. One minute more. Yes, okay. And since elementary school, they go to Hiroshima and Nagasaki as a school excursion like this. That's very important. And also already six, 61 million people visited this Hiroshima uh, museum. And our history textbook, I think that's very interesting. If you look at the Stanford University analyzed history textbook, and I don't think Japanese history textbook glorify our history or war, except 1% of the very right-wing history textbook. That's an English textbook. And also many British and American people. And also I went to the, uh, this is very important, National Memorial in, in UK. And uh, we have to, we could maybe forgive, but we should not forget. This is a prisoner of war, British uh, soldier wrote, and that's very important. And thanks to the uh, former Japanese soldiers and the British soldiers made friends, and they planted trees, cherry flowers. And their children also come and planted trees for reconciliation, very important. So our prime minister, please keep on our eyes. This guy is very dangerous. He's going to change our article. But I think the Japanese majority of people, I don't think they will follow. This is a shrine, which our criminal of war was there. That's why we shouldn't do this. But LDP, ruling party, is doing this. Now it's very controversial, but uh, finally, uh, <clears throat> I think power of personal relations is more vital. We should have more personal relationship, like they are personal good relationship, right? Israel, Jewish, and also Palestine. And also economic relations. That's more important together with personal relation. Now, political relationship, diplomatic relations are important, but sometimes they ignore the human personal relationship. Thank you very much. And finally, this is the man who showed the loyalty to human beings. He issued a transit visa to more than 2,000 Jewish people by ignoring Japanese government, even 1940. He was arrested but by Russia, and when he came back, he lost his job as a diplomat. But he showed off loyalty to humanity. I think that is one of the very nice ideal. Thank you very much. And I think you can look at my papers. Thank you very much.